with us today coming from California. She's going to share her very dynamic mom journey with us. So I'm really excited to chat with her and about her goals and aspirations as well. She's got lots of stuff going on. So Carm, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm super stoked to share your journey. Oh my goodness. Hey, yes. Let's just, it's been a mom week. So let's, let's, let's talk. Not to like uh, surprise or like, you know, have any spoilers here, but you have two kids with like a 10 year age gap. So let's, let's talk about your, (laughs) that mom journey, how you got started with that first one. Like what happened? What happened? Well, it was a mansion in sunset. (laughs) I was a a hot little 20, 20 year old living my best life (laughs) in Los Angeles. And there you go. Had to move back home and, <laughs> and, and that's that. <laughs> Wasn't planned, but that's okay. I love my son to pieces. He is the best thing in a whole wide world. Um, mm. Yeah. And then uh, 10 years later, uh, his dad and I made the mistake again. <laughs> Not a mistake. No one's a mistake here. But yeah, so that's their 10-year gaps. <laughs> 20 and 30, you would think I would have learned my lesson. <laughs> Me, you know, older and wiser. I just hit my 30. So I was what, 29, then I, then 30? Like, no, I was 30. But a fresh 30. I got the wisdom now. Now I have the wisdom. Okay. Now I have it. <laughs> but I love the age gap. I love it. I know it wasn't planned, but for me, for my life, it works. I got a built-in babysitter. <laughs> that is smart. That is really smart. But so what is it like to parent kids with such a dynamic age gap? Well, it's you would think that okay, well, oh, 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 oh. so my mind's going a hundred places, but one thing is that I have to remember that my teen is a teen and not the mm. other parents. Mm-hmm. I'm also a single mom, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, my teen is a teen, not the other parent. And, and then my daughter thinks she's also the other parent. So like the five-year-old, you know, so I have to be careful, you know, it's great to have that built-in babysitter, but I also have to be cautious Mm -hmm. of the fact that, no, he's a teen and he needs to live his teen life. And, you know, yes, there's responsibilities that you have in a house because, you live here, you need to earn your earn right. your kid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you no, got stuff you real. need to do. But at the same time, it's like, you know, not to overload him with stuff. I think it was on Saturday. I told him something. I forget what it was. But he goes, Mom, today's my day off. <laughs> and I just laugh. I'm like, you know what? You right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. damn, I hate when they do I'm that. Like, you're right. Why do you got to be so smart? <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking like for Mother's Day, like me and the little one, like we're going to go do like our little Manny Petty thing together. And I was like, I'll mm-hmm. let my teen like stay at home and not feel guilty. I'd be like, you, this is your day off, son. Right? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, just remembering that he's a teen, not the other parent. Like, yes, you have some responsibilities, but you also, I don't want to overbury him with asking for help and wanting him to watch his sister because he still needs to have his life too, you know, in school with everything. And then um, also it's just, they're different. They're very different, you Mm -hmm. know, like 
my team, he's in this, uh, this space now where he wants to have his own space. You know, he doesn't want to be bothered. He wants to be in his room or yeah. whatever, hang out with his friends. He wants his own space. Whereas my daughter, you know, she'll have her moments where she's like, okay, I'm done, you know, but because <laughs> she's grown, but, <laughs> but, you know, she wants, right. like, she wants to hang out. She wants attention. And so it's like, you know, mm. just, and then it's like not feeling guilty about not spending as much time on my team. But it's like, he wants me to leave mm. him alone, though. So it's like that thing. Well, yeah, it's like you have to be around enough, but like also give them that space for independence. I feel like that's so true. It is. It is, too. It, it is. It's very much so. And then he's a guy, so he like doesn't, you know, show his emotions that much. So like, I don't know how you feel, yeah. like what's going through your head. But I check mm. in with him. He's like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. All right. then. All right. then. So when you first found out you're pregnant at 20 versus 30, how are you different with both of those situations? And how do you parent differently? Mm. Because you yourself have grown so much. Yeah. You know, when I was 20, you know, that was just scary. You know, I thought that Mm -hmm. all my, all these things I would have to give up and not be able to do. You know, like I was in college mm-hmm. and I was in L.A. I was pursuing a dance career and all these things. So my mom was like, I'm not going to dance anymore. I'm not going to be able to dance anymore. I'm going to be out of shape. I'm going to be all right. these things because, you know, 10, what, well, 15 years ago, it was different in like Hollywood, you know, like you didn't see that many people outside of like, you know, this, you know, this yeah. little certain image, you know, being out, you know, dancing or whatnot. So that was, I just thought everything I had to give up and it was scary. But, you know, for me, that was a, a life-changing moment for me because I had, I mean, just, you know, speaking, tra- speaking honestly, I had like a encounter with God, you know, cause you know, cause mm. keeping my son, I wasn't going to keep my son. I, I was just, I, I was always someone that was just like, I didn't believe in abortions, but then it was me. Mm-hmm. It was different, you know, you know, it was like, Oh, this is my life, you know, but I had an encounter and I just heard this voice say, you doubting whether you could um, take care of this child is doubting my power. And so, and I was like, I, I just broke down crying in the bathroom. Ooh. It was a whole thing. It, it a life-changing moment and so from I just wow. I moved back to Sacramento and I I um I did not stop school I just kept going to college just enrolled in Sac State and I just kept doing what I had to do I was dilated during my finals had my baby went back to school like <laughs> it was like and go mode wow yeah and so with my son I, I you know I realized that it was you know I don't know how I did it looking back I'm like how did you Finished college. I still finished within five years. Finished college. Okay, and I was messing up my classes, okay? There's some, like, I don't know how I did that, but that happened. So, I know, right? So, like, I still finished college, and then I still kept dancing. I still dance. My whole business right now is centered around dance. All those things that I was thinking that I would have to give up, well, essentially, I did, but I didn't lose out because it was just, it looked differently than what I thought at age 20, Mm. you know? And so Mm -hmm. at age 30, it's like, okay, so it was like that journey with Chaston was all about like, you know, um, like finishing college and starting your career. I became a special education teacher yeah. and like all this stuff. And then with Eden, I decided it would be a great idea to become an entrepreneur. 
And then, and then right. what? <laughs> yeah, awesome. Like, that happened. So two, I started a business. And so now it's like, I'm back into that space where I'm a mom and I'm like on the go and do all these things again. It's not college. It's this entrepreneurship life. But, mm-hmm. and one thing I was thinking about is my parents' style has changed because with Chaston, because my life was so structured, there was a time I had to be at school. There was a time where I had to be yeah. at work and all these things. I was more structured with him. Like he had visual, visual, ca- yeah. visual calendar, not calendars, visual uh, schedules and mm-hmm. reward systems with it. And with Eden, I'm just mm-hmm. like, go to bed. Like there's no, there's no, like, there's no structure. But I'm trying to find it for myself because as an entrepreneur, mm. it's like, yeah, there's, yeah, Please. there's so much flexibility in how I could or construct my week. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, and I, I don't that. know how to do it. <laughs> because it, I, I feel that so, so much too. Like my, I like to say I'm a part-time single parent, which is because my husband yeah. travels so much. He's gone like literally yeah. half the year. So half the time I literally have to do everything yeah. on my own. And and I I get to, you know, create my days and my schedules and like sometimes that's it overwhelming. Is. Because then it's like I do this and then I do that and I try to like block off the time to do this and then that and then I'm not I don't want to write or I don't want to edit. I'm not in that space, yes. that, that zone. Yes. And I'm like, oh, well, this sucks. And then it's just like, it's comp- like compromising and I get backed up and I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I feel like having that structure, creating, creating that, that structure. structure that. Exactly. So as it relates to her life, it's she hard. doesn't have that same structure that he had when he was a child. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm like, it's nine o'clock and I'm getting ready to go to bed. Right. Cause I'm like, I'm done with my day. And I'm like, why are you not in bed yet? I'm like, oh, cause I didn't tell you to like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So just the space that I am in reflects in how I parent my children. That's for sure. But I think for both of them, I still feel like I was that parent that like, really like was invested in my kids' interests. So it's like whatever they were interested in, mm-hmm. like I wanted to invest in that and nurture that because I think it's that creator in me, you know, that entrepreneurship mm. spirit in me. It's like, no, this could be your thing. So let's go ahead. You want to act? Well then let's go act. You want to do this? Let's go do that. So try yeah. it. You never know. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Uh what so because you were a first-time parent at 20 and a second-time parent at 30, what lessons have you learned that you would like to share that might help other parents not (laughs) (laughs) How can you help us uh, uh, avoid some uh, holes in the ground? (laughs) Right. You know, it's... There's not going to be these perfect situations and life is very much so mm. unpredictable, you know, because even like with, with with me being a different mom between 20 and 30, like the type of single parent I was was different because in, in, the tw- in the, my early in my 20s, you know, I was their their dad wasn't in her life because of his his choice, you know, and just like, mm-hmm. you know, and then he came around. And so we were learning how to like, you know, parent together and all that stuff. And my son had to deal with that. Whereas my daughter, he passed away when she was three. You know what I mean? So it's like different. Like 
they, so I'm like, I'm now like a mother to, to two kids that don't have the father, not by choice, but because he's not here. So I have to be more sensitive, like their emotions and their memories of him. Mm. And they both have different memories of him, you know? Um, and so mm -hmm. that's, that's a thing. But, um, but within that, you know, give grace, like just the lesson is grace is enough. <laughs> I, you, I love that. Yeah, you That's don't great. have to know everything. <laughs> you don't have to have it all planned out because even if you try to have it all planned out, like it's not going to, it's most likely not going to go that way, you know? So just be mm -hmm. open to the things that life throw at you and just know that you, you will have the grace to do, to show up, you know, and to be who you need to be in that moment. The perfect example of like showing up with the grace was like, you know, and this is just can be applied to all situations, but my son, so I'm like, this is during the pandemic. So I'm like upstairs working or something. He's downstairs building some crafting or whatever. Right. And so I hear, I hear him yelling and I'm thinking he's saying, mom, eat it. Right. And so I'm like, oh my God, my child's like passed out somewhere. You always think the worst as a mom, right? Is So I run downstairs and I look. And I realized he said, mom, I'm bleeding because <laughs> this kid was like building a robot using a, a, a box and a freaking knife and stabbed himself. And so, and so there's like blood gushing everywhere. And in that, you would think oh you gosh. would like scream and like freak out. Right. But let me tell you about Grace. I don't, it just came over me and I was so calm. I was just like, okay, let's just take these pants that are on the ground. We're going to wrap you up and we're going to go to the hospital. And I just went immediately. And they're like, why didn't you call the ambulance? I'm like, I just operated in that moment on what was happening. But yeah. I had so much peace and power. I was calm the whole time. That's grace. <laughs> and like that shows up for you for all these mom situations are unplanned pregnancies, like all these things as as scary mm -hmm. as it looks or may seem like Grace will show up for you and you will be okay. So how have you navigated your kids losing their father? That sounds like such a tricky thing. Yeah. To you know, it was so hard too because, you know, we were both in this space where we were upset with him. So as you know, my son was really upset. And so mm. like within that space that, you know, he passed. And so it was like our the emotions switched, you know what I mean? That was hard. So you, you go from being angry at yeah. someone to like being so sad that they're gone, you know, and with that comes regret. And I wish I didn't say that. I wish things mm. were different and all that, you know, yeah. but, you know, love, love is so important, you know, because that's what helped us. We had a community of people that just showed up. They just showed up, you know, and, you know, for my mm. son. So with my son, we had um, <clears throat> got connected with someone that can give us some, um, some grief um, therapy sessions. So we counseling sessions. So just, she just gave her services. So we didn't have to pay for it. You know, she just, it's like, I'm here for you, you know? And so we did some, se yeah. So we both awesome. separately did some sessions with her. And so I felt like that was helpful, you know, to just catch it right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> my son got into a space where he was okay. I think he did two different therapy sessions because, you know, with kids, they're still learning how to process mm. their emotions and they probably don't even have the words to explain how they're feeling. So we did his in stages, you know, mm -hmm. we did the first round, and then we went on. And then when we saw some things coming up again, he, we enrolled back in therapy. And so, 
Yeah. And they said, he's okay now. He goes, but you know, just check in. Maybe he might need it later. And, you know, and I think the biggest thing for that, for him was that he knew that if he got to experience when you're not feeling well emotionally, you know, that you don't have to hold it in. And mom is here to talk to you. Like, you know, you're not alone in this. So he might need it later, but because Mm -hmm. of what he went through as a teen and as a child, he knows that, oh, I can get support when I need it. Cause that was just the model. That's what was expected. Wasn't expected to like bury your emotion and not do anything. It was expected to go get therapy. (laughs) You know, anymore, you know, we just, the world has enough going on. We need to take care of ourselves. (laughs) And that crazy. Yes, it does. Yes, she does. You know? And so for him, and then it was just like, you know, just, you know, he chose to rewrite the story. He chose to have a different narrative. Like the way he talked about his dad changed. And I'm fine with that. I'm not going to be the one to be like, well, you used to know. Like, I'm just, I care about the human emotion. And I just think I kind of your dad. I love, you know, that's what made it really hard. That was, yeah. that made me so angry, you know, and, you know, and that made me grieve so hard. So, you know. <laughs> So to know that I get it and I care was just so important. And then just being there and not being overwhelming, but just how are you feeling? What are your thoughts? You know, just letting them say and not mm. projecting. Like if it's Father's Day, to not be like, oh, it's Father's Day. How, are you sad today? You know, like, no, like just how are you feeling? You know, how are your thoughts? And go from there, you know, and um, and then for my daughter, for her, you know, she was little. And so. She, she was two, turns three. So she doesn't remember anything from when, you know, he was around. He was around more with her than our son. Um, I mean, in terms of like engaged um, in the whole parenting thing. Right. Um, you know, and so for her, I just, she talks about him. And, um, she likes, we have all the video photos she wants to look at videos and photos and you know he was a singer so he had Aww. songs that he's you know so he can when you hear the songs that he summer but like the songs that he you know that he uh that he created and all that she has a little playlist so it's good for her and then i'm going to remind my son to have grace with her because she'll bring him bring up dad or say something sometimes and he'll like, you know, why you say that? I think at one time he was like, you know, she's just trying to make me mad. I was like, she's, I was like, she's having a, she doesn't know. Yeah. She doesn't know that her, that when she says this, that is going to trigger you. She doesn't have no idea. And I was like, you're the one to recognize that. I have to just be sensitive to their individual needs. You know, we connected. I mean, we're, we are still like very much, even after his passing, closer to his side of the and that helps yeah it helps a oh, lot that's nice. so the, you know the love is still felt and he's always remembering and we laugh and we have a good time and I think that it's, has also helped in the healing journey just feeling the love of the family oh that's awesome I mean that you can keep his like memory alive and they can connect with him because that's I can imagine that's really hard like especially for the little one like mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh. They're okay. Uh, What do you... That's I'm good. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, uh, what do you find be... What's like the biggest 
obstacle or the hardest thing for you as a single like mom? That whole, like, just like work life balance is such an obstacle. Mm. Like I said, more now. So even more so than it was when I was working, you know, a nine to five, nine, nine to five, six to three, seven to three. <laughs> but just creating that balance is so hard. And oh, I was talking to my life coach about it too. And she was like, and I was telling her how, you know, what's her time was so structured, like all this stuff. And she goes, well, you know, one, she goes, well, what's one thing that that's different now? And then I didn't, I couldn't think she was like, you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. So, <laughs> so that, that's the hard thing is trying to work my balance and knowing how to, oh, just, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Like just, you were talking about it earlier, just constructing that day and <laughs> that we yeah. like, you know, and like you said, being in the like you said, you're going to do that day. You know what I mean? It's like, if I'm not, for me, like when it comes to like writing, even if it's writing, you know, no matter what it is, I have to be in the right space for them to do it. Like mentally, I'm like, no, I think I'd rather make some social media content or creative. Gotta start somewhere. I also find that sometimes like having a routine, it's like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. It all goes oh, to hell in a handbasket yeah, anyway. It's it, like, it, it, Yeah. Yeah, the best laid plans. yeah, I just, I just stick with that because it's like, one of my pet peeves too is wasting time, right? And so it's, I hate mm. it, I <laughs> myself. So I realized that if I hadn't started working by, by, I was starting to work by 10 o'clock and I didn't feel like I was doing something. And so I was like, okay, let's try waking up earlier. And so it's like, even though I have freedom to not start my work in the morning, I can work later. My body doesn't like it. So <laughs> I get it. I'm feeling these different ways. And so I had to make the choice to be like, okay, right. you have all the freedom that you want, but you, some part of you likes to go to bed early and wake up, go to, go to bed at a decent time and wake up at the end of the day so you can be in work mode by night. And I like to have an hour and a half to myself in the morning before I wake up those kids to school. Mm. So unfortunately, I'm not to be up by 530 not out of bed, just wake up my eyes by 5.30 <laughs> so that I can get up. I like doing like a 10-minute movement something, like very gentle, low impact. Yeah. be hopping around, barely alive. I still got my pajamas on. I'm literally rolling off the bed, no bra, doing my workout. <laughs> just, something to just wake you up though and like exactly. have that connectivity. I, when I say I do that, I just turn it on yeah. Monday. <laughs> so it's been what three days four days three days and i like it whatever okay. i'm doing it do a quick little four minute or less five minutes or less little breathing meditation be a little bit of my bible and then get my day started mm-hmm. you know i'm good get, you know get kid now i can get the kids up and get ready i have my time and i've noticed that they said i mean Oh, they only say this, you know, that in research has only proven that it, it, you know, elevates your mood, you know, I'm like, oh my God, my mood is elevated. Like, <laughs> who knew? <laughs> I Imagine that. Imagine that, I, I right? More productive. What? Like, <laughs> yeah, funny. but it's like, funny I said, how that works. that's just my morning, it, it, my morning and my night. And so it's only day four. So let's see if we can just keep this going. And find our flow, but 
that's just that's the challenge that is very much other challenge finding that flow yeah but i also feel like every time you get into a groove or you find Something a rhythm happens. it changes you know like this like a new season of life like you're like yeah i finally got this down and then you're like oh we're yes. going this way now mm-hmm. you know <laughs> so I yeah feel anyway. no yeah exactly exactly so We've talked a little bit before in like our discovery call about um, the road to healing and finding grace and finding that space for yourself. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your healing journey and what that process has been like for yeah. you, especially as a you mom? Know, once I started doing the work for like, you know, uh, have, take, um, I had... Actually, before we lost the kids dad, I had started t- started therapy sessions because I knew it was just time mm-hmm. to let go of the the emotional connection that I had with him in terms of like wanting to still be a family, like all these things. Like I had to just like grieve the relationship, you know. So I literally ah, gotcha. Like Pinteresting, I was like, "How do you grieve a person that's already alive? That's still alive, you know." <laughs> Literally, I Pinterest that, and so it's like, I right. So I like got in therapy, and so I got some help with that, and you know, and then we lost him. So I had I wanted to switch therapist. I you know had to find someone else. So it took a minute, and it took a minute for me to find <gasps> someone that I could like open it to. You know, let's just be honest with that, you know. But like, yeah, it does. It's helped for a little bit for the season that I needed him to. But then after that, I couldn't go deeper with him because I just, I, I have this this thing mindset about him. So, I get so that. I, I totally get that. This next therapist, ironically, I'm going to switch therapist. Then this happened. And so uh, she helped me with the beginning stages of the grieving in terms of like dealing with the anger that I was having, you know. And, Feeling the passing and after the passing, just so much. So that was helpful to do with that situation. It's like, well, since you're already open, you just go ahead and keep on dealing with stuff. And so I'm through, and during that, um, I think I started healing um, our stuff from my childhood, start coming up. and I started doing, mm. you know, um, oh my gosh, like everything. <laughs> All, All the goodies. started coming up. Like, it's, it's, it's work. Like, and I started healing this from like, you know, relationship with dad. Like we just went there. Like, he went there. Mm-hmm. I had another therapist. Um, I think with her, that's when we went the deepest. Like we went to the um, with some of the stuff that I have dealing with, um, that's why it's like, oh, this is why you're anxious. This is why you know you were feeling insecure and it wasn't had a low self esteem. It had nothing to do with who you were as a person. It gave you this perception, but it wasn't the truth of who you are. That's a good, and that was the growth separation that there. Journey. That reality. This is this is not who I am. This is what awesome. I, went, I went through. Yeah. Yeah, and so now I'm in this space now where it's just I'm in like like life coaching. Like I feel like I just had surgery and now I'm like in therapy where it's like 
Oh, I love that analogy. That's amazing. That's my mom and that's the Yeah. You know, that's free of all this. Let's like, you know, the band-aids are there, the wound are healing. You know, it's it's not, it's not, there's no toxic stuff in there anymore. But got it, you know, we just have to continue to heal. Well, I think I think that's so important because I feel like I don't know if this is resonates with you at all, but like I think that becoming a mom like so much changed for me and I was like why do I do that and I had all these idiosyncrasies and I was like where do those come from I don't want my kid to have those or like what's this coming up and you know like I have, I have my own journey but this podcast is not about me it's about you and and it wasn't until like I kind of knew it was wrong but it wasn't until like my son was here was like, well, we gotta work on this because we do not want yeah. to create another cycle or continue the pattern. And it's just not, it's not healthy. It's not gonna get anybody anywhere in the long term. So it's like, but doing that work and taking that look at yourself and saying, well, hey, wait a minute, it's not easy. And, it, and you have to really be willing and open to change like and or understanding what it is about you that makes you tick and going into new situations and relationships etc and kind of making that be known you know resonate with what you're saying right now i think for me like one thing that i realized it's like kind of an issue within my family is the way we talk one day i'm keep hoping live that i'll be married you know I, and mar- <laughs> marriage is a whole other thing. I think that's why I've been marriage is a whole other so thing long. too. Like, Whoa. Listen, listen, that's a whole nother like ball game. Let's just work on the one you're playing right now because you barely hold it together with this. We'll worry about that later. Let's get you together in this space. <laughs> uh, uh, I just came from a wedding. This is my best friend this weekend, and he he's my age, late thirties, and uh, just getting married. And I said, I made a comment to his mom and I was like, that's Chris running his own race. And she's like, yeah, I was like, he just does everything in his own time. And, but I just think about like, in retrospect, he's always just like, when he gets there is when he's going to get there. Um, but the, but it, it's true. Like we, it's, we're all running our own race, but one of the best things was the people who like talked about the wedding and I just think this was very like poignant is you know was one of his best friends who's known him forever and they're like oh we've been married for like 10 years and we got to tell you we don't know what we're doing either (laughs) it was just like yes because nobody tells you how difficult marriage is and you think you know somebody and then they the way they poop annoys you. The way they breathe annoys you. The way it's just like, it's a whole other like thing. And I won't go any further down that rabbit hole. But it is like, I think I'm like, why didn't anybody tell me? Like I joke, I'm like, I have two toddlers. Yeah, like yeah, I got a five-year-old yeah. and a 50-year-old. Like, come on. Right. And both of you are a pain in my ass. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Um. What do you feel has been your biggest biggest accomplishment? A little biggest accomplishment on this healing journey. Um, I would say my biggest accomplishment on this healing journey is 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 seeing it through. 
And also realizing that it's not over because there may be, I mean, granted, Ooh, my therapist did that. say, okay, we're done with dealing with the inner child stuff. We're good there. Like, you're in a good space. Let's just focus on life coaching. So I thought I graduated. Like, hey, we graduated, you know. But, you know, there's going to be some stuff in, that pops up later in life. But the fact that I'm like, the fact that I've graduated and I'm done, and that was so hard. Oh, my, we're talking about oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Dude, like, it wasn't just like it stayed in a room with me and my therapist. I had to go talk to some Yeah. People. It was one day, it was one day where God was like, okay, go, go talk, go talk to me, go talk to me, right? And I literally was like a child. I was like, no. And I was in my room, sitting like soft legs, and, and like, no. And I was like, like I was in a daze. And I was like, and when I came to self, I was like, Dizzy, I'm not stubborn right now. This is a definition of stubborn. Like, you are not, you're literally on the floor saying, no, you're not going to do this. So as I'm doing that, my best friend just randomly comes over. I go to her and I'm like, yeah. so God just told me that I need to go talk to this whoop de woo And I don't want to. And so she coached me through this act where I ended up having a conversation and more tears, more chatting, but it, it, it needed happened it was a step in that in that healing journey you know but see how things align so that you can so like yeah so my shepherd told me to have a hot mm-hmm. the guy was like just time i was like no then my best friend ironically came over that very moment to coach me too no but that's so true i think it's so much easier to brush it off and the work is hard like looking yourself in the mirror being like is this how i want to be is this what i want to do is that how I want to operate, like, it's not, it's not not an easy, like, task, you know, it's not, and, and then to stay with it and look yourself in the mirror to see what your part in it all is, because at the end of the day, even if somebody harmed you, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, like, you're still a pawn in that whole situation, so, you know, getting to a point where you stand up for yourself or you take ownership of your place and accountability, that's not easy either. Because it's easy to, I think in a way, it's easy to play victim and be like, oh, they hurt me. They harmed me. But like, you got to take yourself out of that. And if you don't take yourself out of it, all you're doing is going in circles too. So how do you, you know, get to a point where you can cross that bridge? So I think that's a really good point that you're making, honestly. (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit about your entrepreneurship. What inspired you to be an entrepreneur? I knew I wanted to own a dance studio, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, I was like, oh, it's more than that. So I kept pushing it off. But I didn't see this clear picture, but I was in my son's karate class. And they were yeah. doing like their little, um, little what do you call it, mantras, you know? So I went through my, who am I phase? So and, you know, I realized it's important to like be unique, to be yourself, you know, to be you and know who you are and embrace that person mm-hmm. and be kind to that person and, you know, letting go of these limiting beliefs and all that's mm-hmm. so important and be authentic to, you know, to stand up for yourself respectfully and to just genuinely be who you are and 
have your core beliefs and respect those of others as well. Like that's important, you know, and I was learning how to forgive. So that was like, oh my gosh, love is so many layers to love. Like how to love is like important, right? So (laughs) I have these letters, so I'm like trying to make it abstract. So I'm like, Yola, like it just kind of make a word with those like words. And then I was like, I was driving one day and I saw, I remember that this lady had told me that I was so resilient. Um, Cause I was teaching in like a heart of the most challenging of all challenging classes, schools. It was a non-public school. So these kids got kicked out of public school and they had to go to another school and I was their teacher. And so it was horrible. It was the worst experience. It was traumatizing. Okay. So that, so I, I believe that. <laughs> This is no, this is in Sacramento. And this is in LA, right? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I made a difference. Kids are kids. And woo, that was, woo, woo, that was hard. No, they're brutal. um, He told me that I was so resilient. And so, like, for the balance back to difficult situations, that is so important. And then I just saw royal flash before my eyes. And I was like, that's the business. We're doing it. And then it just, that's what inspired it. We just started going. I started off with a pop up team. Now we're uh, a full on, like we have a program, we're in schools and the, the community classes exist. I'm so cool. I still haven't found a flow and a structure that I'm, that I'm like, that's it. That's what I want to do. I'm still trying to figure out how to really structure this mm-hmm. thing. Um, so that just came up because that's been on my mind like this morning. I'm like, Carly, don't think about that right now. It's going to stress you out. But <laughs> focus on today. Where are you at? The zoo. Look at the animals. Be present in the moment. Don't breathe hard, though, because you can smell the <laughs> g- g- uh, giraffe poop. <laughs> no deep breathing. Okay, just be present in the moment. <laughs> Save that for later. <laughs> Save that for later. <laughs> no inhale and exhale right now. <laughs> Fair. Right. But fair, no, like fair. it yeah, no, fair, so that, that inspired the journey. And there's still like and also there's just this desire in me that wants to make a living doing the things that I enjoy. Like, oh my God. I remember like I think I was a bank teller at one point in time. I could not stand that job. Like for one, I wasn't good at it. So I'm sorry for the people's bank accounts I messed up, but I was horrible. And like <laughs> Being on, forget. I won't say where or when, but it was bad. And and I just remember like watching the time go and be like, oh, it's only been five minutes. Like, <laughs> mm. oh, I hate that. There's no way day I can live life like that. There's no way I, I, I'm not that. I'm not built to be a person that can do stuff that is not purposeful. I hate wasting time. Like that's a, like I told you earlier, that's a pet peeve mm. of mine. So if it's not aligned mm. with my with anything that I'm doing in life or what I'm passionate about or helping someone, you know, within the areas that I feel like is my thing, then I just have a hard time doing it and enjoying it. I don't want to mm-hmm. live like that. Like heck no. Life is too short to be doing like unpurposeful crap. Unless you're, unless you intentionally want to do on purposeful clap, and that's your thing. Mm, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a rabbit hole. I won't go down. But at least it's whatever gotta be it meaningful to mm-hmm. you, whatever that is. You know, like 
Yeah, like it's like when we moved to Florida, it was really big for me. To, I was like, "What? We got tennis courts here, and I can just play on them whenever I want." Like yeah. I haven't played tennis since I was a teenager. I want to get back into it. And then my husband's like, "You're going to court." Too into this. <laughs> like. <laughs> I am. Um, and I'm super competitive. But like for me, I hadn't gotten a chance to really flex that muscle. I had to choose so many, so many times in my life I had to choose like what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be, how I like, it, it, <laughs> and again, this podcast is not about me. So, but, um, and so Wes like, you know what? I was like, fuck this. I'm nearly 40 years old. Like, I was like, you got to play cricket. My husband's British. Your entire fucking life, you had two very supportive parents who made sure you had, like, everything you wanted mm -hmm. and more. And I was like, I'm playing tennis. I'm going to go, go buy me a skirt. It's <laughs> not what I can. <laughs> and the shoes. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, he's like, okay. What's wrong with you, crazy lady? I'm like, I'm not done as an A. But then equally, um, I, I, I wish I could be, you know, mm -hmm. just a stay-at-home mom who was content with that, but I'm not. Like, I want, I like talking to people. I love having a podcast. Like, I like writing. You know, it gets stressful, but at the same time, it's like, I wouldn't feel yeah complete if i wasn't doing something that made me better you know so I, that that's just a long-winded way of saying like these are certain things that are really important mm -hmm. to me they've always been really important to me and now i choose to do them for a lot of reasons mainly me but also to be a you know lighthouse for my son like i don't need to make millions of dollars yeah. but i do need to feel fulfilled and I get hit by a bus tomorrow and I want to at least go out knowing that, hey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to do my thing. And be fulfilled yeah. and do what makes makes me feel like I, it's my purpose. <laughs> so, I agree. That resonates with me. <laughs> Can you go through what the acronym of Royals means? And why why that yeah. was like so impactful well, yeah, so, to you to have all those you know, words in there? That these were these characteristics that I thought. You know, if you're if you're resilient, you know, that's what the R for in Royal says, right? If you're resilient, if you're able to bounce back from difficult situation, mm -hmm. okay, that's gonna help you navigate life because life is not perfect. You know, it's like we we're talking about this earlier, you're gonna get thrown with a whole bunch of curveballs. You know, I got hit with a curveball at 20, you know, and so my first child. And so it's like, how do you, you know, you know, do you know I could have just big curveball. You know, I, I can't even think of another scenario for that situation because I just, I don't think I've ever would have chose that situation, but to bounce back, like I didn't quit college, mm. you know, like I moved home, I enrolled in Zach State mm -hmm. and I did what I had to do. You know, I didn't let having a child stop me from graduating college, you know? Um, and, you know, being optimistic, you know, for having like this mindset to, you, you know, you're not, you're not negating you know, what could go wrong, you know, you're not negating that, but you're just being hopeful and confident of your future success, no matter what, no matter what it looks like. It could not be perfect. Yeah. It could not be my ideal situation, but I'm confident that I'm going to, I think um, there's this, this, um, this guy out here from Sacramento, his name is Armani Easley. And he told me this, he was talking to my kids and I thought, oh my God, this res with me, resonated with me so well, but he just, he defined, um, optimism as an opportunity or knowing that uh, in life there's opportunities for um, 
um, it's either a lesson, a blessing, or opportunity for growth. Everything you go through in life is either a lesson, a blessing, or opportunity for growth. That takes out whether the situation is good or bad. It doesn't matter. Is it a lesson, a blessing, or an opportunity for you to grow? And I think that's important to have Mm. that mindset in this crazy-ass life. (laughs) You know? And to know who you are and be grounded in who you are. I mean, come on. social Instagram, you go down the rabbit hole of what someone else's life looks like and they're perfectly like curated, Mm. like profile grid with everything matches and all the filters or whatever lack of it's just perfect you can start to to, yes it's a little bit that's not mine i enjoy it but (laughs) no not mine but by the way right right i'm like hey good for you if it brings you joy creator it means like a kid coloring in a coloring book but and also not to judge those who love to do that do it because i do it too but i'm also i went to this phase where i would I was comparing my Instagram to other people's Instagram and tweeting, trying to change it to, and like, and now I'm, I'm not yeah. that person at all anymore. I do what feels good to me. You know, I'm like, that, what resonates in me? What fulfills mm-hmm. me? Not in a selfish way, but it's like going back to knowledge of a kid painting, you're, you're coloring and you're like, oh yeah, this is good. You know, like, cause you thought that and you enjoyed that, you know? And, I think I'd use the analogy of social media, but in how right. many different areas do we specifically as women do that comparison thing? Like when I was, what sparked that journey for me to like, yeah. um, you know, want to know who I, oh, well, that was, that was, that was really it. But, um, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, I just had like a vision. So I'm like, well, really sparked that was a vision, but we're not going to go there because that's okay. a whole other situation. But one thing that came up was like, you know, because God speak, like he'll give me visions and he'll speak to me. But one thing he said to me was like, he said, uh, he was like, you're looking out the window to see who you are. I want you to look in the mirror. And that was like... Oh, like that was, you know, those type of things go to your belly and you're like, all right. So I went on this journey and I was like, well, God, who do you say I am? And so I went, I started searching for every, not every, but a lot of scriptures that that just where God was explaining who we are, who I am to him. You know, I'll make it personal, who I am to him. And I would meditate on those scriptures and journal about Mm -hmm. them and um, affirm myself with those and you know, so, so within that space, I was like in that space when I was coming out with Royals, like I was going through that identity thing. And so I knew that knowing who you are, being unique, being your own self was so important to know you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, and that's beautiful. Like imagine yeah. if there was just like one flower, one type of flower in the whole world, that could be no more flowers. It was only a red rose and it had to look, the petals, everything had to look exactly, exactly the same. Like, no. It's not realistic <laughs> and it's not beautiful. You can have bouquets or anything like that, you know? So it's like, it was important for me to let these youths know how beautiful and how freeing and how fun too. Cause it could be fun to just be you, you know, you, you are more than that. That's the, actually what we're talking about right now in Royals mm-hmm. is being unique. Um, and, uh, 
And even so much so, like you're so unique, like you have the power to control your emotions with your breath. How unique is that? You know, like those type of things, how the, the unique things your body can do. Like that's the space that we're in a world. So these are life skills and life tools mm-hmm. for these kids, you know, and the next one we're going into is authenticity. And I might have to just start the next school year off with this one, but I'm and I'm seeing it in these kids and how we talk to each other. And, oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> woo! Like they just be yelling at each other. But then also like to be your real self. You know, it's like you can communicate your feelings respectfully. You know, and all this stuff. And it's important for you to do that. You know, and yeah, for the absolutely, you, know, that you can go so many different directions with this, but to be secure in who you are and stand up for your, what you think is important and your core values respectfully and respect others' opinions and views too. You can have, you can have your right. own opinions and views. You can share those with others. And if you don't share them with others, you can respect their others, even if you don't agree with it. Like, hello, that's okay. <laughs> it's okay to do that. <laughs> like, so to train them up in that is important. So and like I said, with love, like we all know the importance of love. So mm-hmm. to coach these youth and even to remind ourselves as adults about these things and the importance of them and how to shift our mindsets to where it's embedded in how we naturally think and our point of view is that's changing the world right there. <laughs> changing the way people mm-hmm. think. <laughs> Amen. My husband always says we lost the um, art of debate these days. It's like everybody has to agree or they're wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, kind of agree with you. You know, like, it's like, can we just agree to disagree and do it respectfully? And then, you know, right. wasn't right. politics always about compromise? We're not going to go down that rabbit hole. But, like, no, it's like you can't even compromise anymore. It's like, you're like a bad, apples? evil, horrible what? human. No, you're a bad, evil, horrible human. It's like, you're... <laughs> No, oranges are the best. And you're just like, right. get over yourselves. I, you guys are a bunch of yeah. children. Anyway, just like, that's <laughs> so why I think you're bringing up really good points. And, and like to personalize everything. To, okay. Like, it's like, it's somewhat like, okay, this is, I was talking, I was wine tasting the past mm-hmm. weekend, right? And we were like, so annoying, cheese, right? And I was like, I don't like goat cheese. It's nasty. But I, but then I realized I generalized that for everyone, right? It's just how sensitive we are right now. Then someone goes, well, I don't like nasty stuff. And I would, and I had to go bad because I could feel the energy. I could feel the energy. It, it was a defense. Like you were defending yourself because you like it, right? And so I had to go back and say that, say that um, I don't yeah. have the palate for it. So it doesn't taste good to me. You know, it's because of my palate. I had to take ownership mm-hmm. of why I didn't like this thing. But why did I have to do yeah. that? Like, like, why are we all so sensitive and feel like everyone's attacking us? <laughs> Let's just be clear here. We are not. Like, I see this with my son. Like, he thinks he's the fucking center of the universe. And I'm like, no. Somebody needs to rain on your parade. And I don't mean that, like, as in a gruesome, like, horrible way. Like, I just mean it. It's like, it's not all about you, kid. And I said to him, it's not all about you, kid. It's not. There's 20 kids in your class. There's 200 kids in your damn school. Right, like, there's right. 20 the teachers. Like, not it's not all about you. you. <laughs> I don't know if you're, like, Galileo or whatever, but, like, this is not – you are not the center right. of the universe. Get over that. yourself. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't really know how to do that. that I don't know how to do that eloquently either. But so. yeah, no, 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 no. So I mean, so that's where it came from, and it, and it came from a place of love. It came from a place of wanting to like to to nurture and to help and to be a resource and be mm-hmm. a support. You know, it came from a place from wanting to uplift, and and it came from a place where I'm still doing it in myself. You know, like it all came out of me. Like these, the words were like, come from my mind and my experiences. So literally this business came from my heart, you know, when you think about it like that. So. Well, and it's almost like if you can give these tools to kids who didn't have them or need them, I mean, younger. Oh my gosh. Yes. Seriously. So much so to where I'm going to have to like extend, like pay another Mm -hmm. like. I'm trying to get, I'm getting certified in IntelliDance because of that exact thing. Like it's a way for us to help parents bond or our caregivers bond with their children as babies, like, like, like zero, sorry, that mm. newborn to bond and connect and to use movement and touch to create that bond and music and rhythm to do that. Mm. And it's such a beautiful program. But I haven't been able to dedicate, I, I should not say I haven't been able to, I have not dedicated the time to finish it. So once again, I got to pay another $99 so I can extend my like time to finish my certification. But that when you say that you get to go with the kids young, I, that program really resonated with me because it's like, oh my God, as a special education teacher, a lot of these kids, when you look at their background and see what they went through, it was because yeah. of these relationships you know, the type of environment that they grew up in. If I can get, if I can do something to where I could shift that environment and it be a space where these kids feel loved and supported and the parents feel loved and supported and we nurture their bond and we come, we, we talk about, you know, we, Mm -hmm. we work on our communication skills and all that stuff. Like, oh, now that right there is 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 getting to the core before it begins to sprout into something else. You get, you get to kind of, um, um, influence, influence that environment for the better. Yeah, I think that's really po- um, poignant as well because um, I always have like a word, and apparently poignant is my one today. Um, with kids, there's so much. If you get in, like especially early, like before five. What I've realized, my my husband and I are both very Celtic temperaments, mm-hmm. so we're very like very fiery, very feisty, and. I'm like, oh, like I catch, and even though I do a good job, like catching myself sometimes, I'm like, yeah, oh, this is really not a good behavior. Because then I see it in my son, I'm like, shit, <laughs> he's got two parents like that. So we're like, okay, we have to like take a deep breath. Who deep breaths are hard, but your kid will model what they see, particularly from like I think it's three to five is like hypercritical and then like four to eight is like the next like super critical like age range this is coming from like a social worker um that that i've interviewed before and um and i was like oh shit i really need to but all that to say is like if you can get in there and you can get in early and you can teach certain tools beforehand like again you're just you know yeah Giving them things that they can work with exactly, that are much more exactly. You're putting out those planes before it's going to Yeah. Amen to that. Uh, so, what 
would you say to other women, especially mothers who are thinking about going for their dream or have an idea that might be scared? Like what really you know what? motivated it's just, you to take Like I said, you just Royals? feel compelled. You feel like I have to do this. Like it's coming out. It's just... It, it, I, I, it just starts burning, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like just burning desire that you just have, you got to go take care of it. I mean, and that's what pushed mm -hmm. me out the classroom. I got so uncomfortable in my environment, like at work, I, you know, I was a, uh, like I said, I was a special ed teacher. And so I couldn't do when I was literally having panic, you know, um. they have like fire drills where you like, you know, if it's a fire or if it's an earthquake drill, you know what to do, all that. Mm -hmm. There was. Ms. Goche is having like a panic attack drill. So when yeah. I was having a panic attack, they knew exactly what to do. And, you know, because they knew exactly what to do, it ran like a ship. I would go next door because oh my, my wing was perfect. I had the perfect setup. The The school uh, uh, psychologist was next door. We shared a wall. So I would go to her room. She'll come into my room. She'll keep an eye on my kids. I will lay down her floor. <laughs> I would write. I would journal whatever I needed to do until I got myself calm. And now I would go back to my classroom. My kids, when I walk back in there, you, it, you, everything was in order. They were on task. They were doing what they needed to do. They all, we had a system. And so the fact that I had to have that tells me that, I was not in the right place. No. I went, to, I would go, um, one of my coworkers, the other one, so a couple rooms down, he told me one day, wow. he was like, you know, Carm, he goes, you're feeling like this because you're a fish out of water right now. You're not in your right environment. It's time for you to get out of here. You're flapping all mm. over the place because you don't belong here anymore. <laughs> Literally. And that's what I felt like. I was flapping all over the place, chest pounding like crazy. And so... <laughs> And I had to go. And so it's so it's like when you like, you know, when wow. it's like, and it's okay to be in the idea phase for a little while. You know what I mean? So don't feel like just because you have this idea that I want to start a business that you got to go do it tomorrow. Like mm -hmm. let it marinate. Go ahead and start. Start. I started with a vision board. Start with the vision vision board. Start like journaling. Have a, I had a whole I still have journals that are dedicated just for my business and you put your ideas down there and you're you'll start feeling urges to where it's time to act on it and it's going to be scary and they're going to and it's never going to not be scary so you can't wait till it's not your it's you wait till you don't feel afraid you're always going to feel afraid you know <laughs> even in the business i still get afraid about stuff you know, and you're going to be confused. I'm confused now. So like, it's like, it's always going to be there. So just know that you have support. You know what I mean? Like there are, especially now there's every, there's a coach for everything. So mm. you need to get you a coach, get yourself a coach and just go for it, you know? And there's, there's not going to be a perfect situation. Just go for it. If you feel compelled to do it, Go for it and don't worry. Everything's going to work out. It, it just always does. I love yeah. that you said that. And it's so true because that's how I feel like I'm just figuring exactly. it out every day. Like we all are doing our best. Like, you know, some days I'm on it. Some yeah. days I'm not. And you just got to keep, you got to just make the choice. The 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 you know I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. And, and yeah. And you're going to have those hard moments, you know, like when yeah, I, when I absolutely. leaving my career with two children as a single mom, post pandemic, the rent rates are like rising in Sacramento, like to leave us the stable career 
to pursue this was scary as yeah, heck. Yeah. But right on the side of that, yeah, I had a spurt to where I'll just be transparent. Like we had to live off of my mm. credit card for a little while. Like some of them, like I went through that spurt, but now I got a contract, a good one. And we're sustaining, you know, and it's okay. And this it's just gonna, it's gonna grow from here. It's still the beginning stages, but had I been trying to still be a team, I mean, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I still like work. Like, I just don't do royals. Like I'm a um, substitute. So, you know, yeah, you know, but there's flexibility there, but like, you know, I'm not completely crazy, yeah. but it's like, you know, just a little crazy, not completely crazy. It's a little crazy, but you know, um, it just, yeah, go for it. it. Don't worry about the situation. It's not going to be perfect. Just go for it. If I can do it and, you know, and survive, like, I do feel like I'm going like this. Like I'm like, treading water and I'm trying not to like sink, you know, but I, eventually, eventually I'll be on, I'll be on the ship sailing. Yeah. <laughs> One I'm day. sailing away. <laughs> <laughs> not sure that's the best song, but yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take, I'm going to go with that one. Um, is there any other nada um, that we need to you know? know else I would just say that like we, grace over perfection grace over perfection like yeah grace over perfection in every situation grace over perfection you will be empowered with what you need when you need it and that's it oh that's amazing and yes, where can people so find more about your dance company dancers.com and then our instagram is at official royal dancers um, that's the S at the end. Okay. And then my personal Instagram is at be royal with carm. Be royal with carm. <laughs> be royal with carm. Oh, uh, Mary. <laughs> I feel like that has like a Mary J. Blige, like, you know, hook in there. So <laughs> I just felt this like vibe coming through. Sorry. I was listening to her song this morning. Love is all She's best. Sweet. She's, she's amazing. I'm the mom who knows Nada. My name is Brianna. This has been Carmelita. And until next time, hope y'all are having fun learning all the